Hi, this is Aaron Eisberg Nog from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Beyond Trek. You can follow them on Twitter at Beyond Trek Pod and on Facebook at Beyond Trek Productions. What's up? This is Dag, the Trivia Master. You are about to hear a mini track sponsored by Beyond Trek Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Beyond Trek Pod. We are going to be doing, oh God, are we really doing Sub Rosa? Yep. There's no getting around it now. I mean, we couldn't have just like put it at the bottom of the list. I mean, I, I wanted to do Genesis, but like, no, we got to do Sub Rosa. We have to make fun of this episode. Nobody listens to me. We have to work our way up. <laughs> yeah, we have to work our way up. So th- this, this was inevitable. So it's like, we might as well just go ahead and just pull that bandaid right off. Mm, fine. All right, so let's just go ahead and, and do this. So, uh, for those uh, those are of our listeners that are here that want to listen along or want to watch along, we are doing Star Trek: The Next Generation, Season Seven, Episode Fourteen, The Notorious Sub Rosa. So, if you would like to be watching that while we are and doing the riff, we're going to do a countdown from three, and then we're going to click play. Now, unfortunately, you can't control the speed of the buffering. Once we click play, then we're, we're off to the races. So uh, you guys got your uh, adult beverages on standby, which I, I do not. So I've got to get that ready. And I'm going to need it for this. I don't know about you guys. I drank mine. So. Oh, listen to that. Okay. Yeah, it's the only way I'm going to be able to get through the TNG's version of Ghost. Uh, all right. So... Here we go, everyone. In three, two, one, click. Most of the people on this colony will remember my grandmother as a healer, but her abilities went beyond that. She didn't just relieve pain and fight illness. She knew that well-being is more than just a healthy body. Her remedies often included words of advice as well as medicinal teas, and often they were just as bitter tasting. I will miss Felisa Howard very much. Her healing, her advice, and most of all, the inspiration. This was season seven when TNG completely had senioritis and decided, yeah, let's do a ghost episode in the whole, you know, I I don't know. We've got the ratings. We can get away with it. Wasn't this uh, directed or written by Gates McFadden? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. You may be right. That her memory will be kept alive within us all. She tries to forget that. I'm going to pull that up right now. It's weird that they all look like they're dressing from the 1800s. I mean, isn't that like normal? Isn't that look for as it was? <laughs> but I mean, this is all Irish episodes on Star Trek. That's how you dress. This is a Scottish episode. It's Scottish. Yeah, that's why they're wearing all the tartan. <laughs> this You're was... playing with me, aren't you? No, no, seriously. I thought this was Irish. No, wait a minute. Are you having a laugh? You're having a laugh on me. 
This no, isn't Scottish. No, this is Scottish. Ah, I, I've been cheated. Now, this episode was directed by, oh boy. It's continuing mission. Two takes freaks. Oh, okay. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go. I mean, nothing against, you know, him directing it. I just, you know, I'm going to see who wrote this because you got to direct what they hand to you, right? Well, Wikipedia has stricken that from the record, so a lot of good they are. Hold on. The person who wrote that struck uh, that from the uh, Wikipedia record. record. Kind of like what they did with Threshold. Yeah, pretty much. Can we just get to the part where Crusher started riding a ghost? He was in his mid-thirties with longish hair. Ghost rider. He threw a flower on Nana's grave. A camellia. It was her favorite flower. She used to keep them all over the house. Maybe he was a friend or one of her patients. It was a very personal gesture. And he gave me a remarkable look. Well, I guess I should be going back to the house. There's some things I need to do. It's only a few minutes from here. Would you mind coming along? I'd love to. Thanks. How long do you plan on staying? A few more hours. Why? Well, as you know, Kaldos is one of the first terraforming projects of the Federation. Our weather controls and fusion systems are nearly a century old. I wouldn't mind having a star. Now I like those dress uniforms. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I could go for one of those. Maybe in exchange for a tour. Yeah, they look good. I mean, Worf didn't like them. Well, we are due at Starbase Six Two One. No, he didn't. But I am not a married man. A few days. Yes, I'm sure we could find the time. That was a good scene. I would enjoy that tour. Kaldos Colony is a most impressive accomplishment. I actually feel as if I'm in the Scottish Highlands. Did you know that in that scene uh, from that episode Cupid, when Michael Dorn went over and uh, smashed the ukulele, there was some portion of that that was not scripted because if you look behind the Gates McFadden, she starts laughing. So I don't know if he like hit the thing on the tree harder than he was supposed to or if it was because a piece of it went flying off the thing or, or what, but yeah. <laughs> What was it that drew you here? Ah, something about the culture, the heritage. When I was a boy, my family visited Glam's Castle in Scotland. This is Scottish Epcot Center. As I look out, <laughs> it is like a freaking amusement park. I felt as if I had come home. That's why they're wearing all the 1800s stuff. They're in character. Well, so you'll be able to tell us uh, just how accurate, well, I mean, not not to say that, uh, you know, you're Irish, but would you be able to tell us just how accurate this is, where they're missing the mark, uh, maybe the silly parts of the whole thing? 
not really. I mean, th- th- it looks like they're doing the whole quaint Scottish thing like they do with the quaint Irish thing in uh, Voyager. So, yeah, but but that's as far as I know. How well do you remember your mother? Very well. Incidentally, the guy who was um, who uh, Picard was talking to, he was also in um, he was also in Deep Space Nine as uh, Patrick. You know, one of the uh, genetically modified humans. Yes. Yeah, he was the, the guy with the gray hair that was kind of nervous all the time. Yep, yep, I remember him. What about him? I, I must have missed the first part. Of what you're saying. Uh, the the guy that uh, that Picard was talking to, the alien. That was him? Yeah. Wow. No, I did not know that. That was a stupid question. I remember sitting here listening to ghost stories with only the candle burning. You should take it with you. I think I will. I'm going to head back to the ship. You don't have to leave. I just thought you'd like some time alone. I'll see you later. Thanks. Filmed on location in somewhere in California. In the Californian highlands. (laughs) The roiling hills of Hollywood. I feel like this episode was just really, really mellow in general. You know, it's like not very engaging. You're right. It, it really, really wasn't. And we haven't even gotten to the best parts yet. It's um, it's kind of like a, one of them 90s romantic Mills and Boons books that like 40 year old women used to read. Kind of romance between, you know, a nice romantic kind of Scottish Highland and, you know, some handsome lover. Well, and I, I could see how this episode could have had some potential w- with that. But unfortunately, they, they just went full sci-fi with it and made the, uh, the whole premise a little bit just silly and incredible. I spent more time here in the past five years. I think maybe the writer pitched this to, to, you know, the producers and was like, you know, what about this? You know, it's just a normal romantic story. And uh, they were like, well, where's the sci-fi? They said, oh, wait, no, there's a ghost. But the ghost's an alien or an entity. And so they accepted it. I think you're right. I have a bad feeling that that's exactly what happened. Now, if you have a liquor sense, you'll listen to me right now and do away with it. There's groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> groundskeeper Willie. Now looking at this, so this is produced by Rick Berman, uh, Brandon Braga. So yeah, just those two names right there. I, I think I can pretty much go with you on that. That that was what happened. And we know that Rick Berman was was all for the whole, you know, ghost sex scenes. I don't know. I, I think Brandon Braga strikes me as the kind of guy that would be going for the ghost sex. As are the communication relays. We've been having a few tremors the last couple of months. Could you check the seismic stabilizers? Certainly. You can't imagine what it's like trying to enjoy afternoon tea while the earth is shaking. Governor, did you know you had a power fluctuation in your weather control system? No. 
of weather controls. It's like a mean Scottish booty. Oh, I can't isolate the exact source, but the fluctuations. Oh, that's great. A mean Scottish booty. That regulates atmospheric humidity for the colony. Is this going to be a problem? No, not yet, but power distribution patterns are already off by 5%. Data. I best character in this entire episode. Patterns to see if they have been affected. I am reading unusually high humidity across the entire southern desert region. And there is increasing cloud activity. It's my old another, another person, uh, another character that he played was uh, King Hrothgar in uh, the Beowulf Hollow novel in Voyager. I'll check out the colony's climatic Yes, okay, yes. Don't worry, Garner. We'll keep you dry. I certainly hope so. There's a caber toss scheduled for tomorrow afternoon. I'd hate to see it spoiled. Okay, I can see it now. Patrick on DS9, yeah. I can, now I can see it. Mm. You wouldn't believe what I've been reading about in my grandmother's journals. You know she had a lover? Do you believe that? Nana was a hundred years old. Now we're getting into it. Oh, yeah. The cards like that was my fetish. I certainly hope so. After all, I hope I can find a handsome young man in his 30s when I get the century mark. 30s? Excuse you, sir. His name is Ronan, and he's 34 years old. They met just after my great-grandmother's death. And I think I saw him at the funeral. A handsome young man tossed a camellia onto her grave. But the strange thing is, she never mentioned him in her letters. Never There's once. not just milfs, but gilfs. And yet it appears they spent almost all their time God together. damn it, Big J. <laughs> you were thinking it. We were all thinking it. Just because this episode well, got racy doesn't mean you have to. No, <laughs> risque, huh? This will be a good opportunity for you to get your grandmother's affairs in order. Thank you. Oh, she had affairs, all right. I'm regretting this rewatching this episode even more than I already did. Oh no, 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 no! This was your idea. My Wait, idea this was, was your Genesis. Idea, Big J. My idea was not. My idea was Genesis. Thank you very much. Why would I want to put us through this shite? Uh, maybe it was my idea. Right, right. For the for the jollies. Look at that, she's reading her erotica. She's falling asleep all nice and sound. And then the candle. Seriously, stop. Ah! Her bosom became warm with a slight scent of whiskey in the evening as she laid her head on her pillow and... Fuck, man. Ah, in my ears, my ears. Uh, fun fact: um, the the how they actually achieved the effects of you know the um the blanket coming off. That was actually Rick Berman in a green man suit. You said you felt a touch. Of course, it was Berman. <laughs> he readily volunteered for that, eh? Yes. Yes. And there was a voice, a man. He whispered my Curvy bastard. Why do they have to make it so difficult? Why can't they just tie like a little bit of fishing line to it and pull it off? That can get caught on camera. Not if the fishing line's clear. Depends on like how the light light sources in the room reflect off of it. Frankly, I'm envious. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can go with that. I did fall asleep reading a particularly erotic chapter in my grandmother's. Plus, they had much better. I think their camera quality was too good to try to pull that. Bound to cause a dream or two. I mean, I know this is an HD remaster, but still. Over the personnel reports? 
It would have definitely been noticeable then. When he touched my shoulder, my neck. Oh, wow. Hold on. I need to take a drink. I wonder if I'll have another dream tonight. I wish I could. I'd read two chapters. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Gates McFadden is very pretty. Uh, well, I mean, she still is, but, you know, she's always a looker. Yeah, I, I always had a crush on Crusher. Well, you know who I liked when it uh, started out was um, Tasha Yar. What provoked talking about this exactly? I have no idea how we got here. I'm sorry we got off to a bad start. DJ, you started. I've been reading my grandma's I get blamed again. I know how much you meant to her. You're the eternal scapegoat. This episode is your idea. The racy comments were your idea. This crap is your idea. <laughs> Can I ever live this down? Nope. <laughs> You're welcome to stay at the house after I've gone. I need someone to take care of the place. Oh, that's very kind of you, lass. But I'll never set foot in that house again. And I recommend that you dinner either. Why? If we have to I redo this, I'm not volunteering. Grandma. The house is haunted. Haunted? You believe what you want, lass. Just dinner like that. Now, if I had a hat like that. Why not? It'll bring the ghost. It's his home. You oh, gonna finish that? Now, wandering across the land. Angry. No, I was going nowhere with that one. Sorry. That's why he's bringing the storms. Rip. But he's bringing the storms. The weather systems control is malfunctioning. The Enterprise is trying to repair it. Wait a minute. Wasn't this background when Braveheart was popular? Oh, I think your imagination is like what you want. Yeah. See what you want. Braveheart was 1995 around then. This episode was January of 94. Maybe this episode inspired Braveheart. Obviously. Something good came out of subpar content. Yes, Braveheart came out in uh, May of 95. So I think Braveheart took direct inspiration from Sub Rosa. Somehow. Detecting atmospheric turbulence over the colony and large pockets of electrical activity. On screen. I love the way he stares and just walks off. It is growing in intensity, sir. That's one hell of a thunderstorm. Wrecker, please get your arm Mr. off of my console. Reading an extremely large storm system over the Caldos colony. I thought that the weather control malfunctioned. Green lightning, that's not normal. It began as a minor power <laughs> The effect has spread throughout. Maybe the something's up. First the weather, this now this. Concentration of cumulonimbus I mean, this is the weather, so it's it, it's just all bad, man. It's just another day in Starfleet. It's fogged, bro. Try to give them enough power to stabilize the storm. Make it so. It's the weather machines. They're broken. <laughs> They've been sabotaged. Are there no umbrellas anywhere around? Ooh, look at all the flowers. Now, see, I wish someone would treat me nice and let me come home to a whole room full of flowers like that. I bet that ghost has a ghost fedora. I like that nobody thinks to mention that the Who's storm that? is green. Ned? Is that you? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, ghost beard with a fedora. Neckbeard, ghostbeard, with green lightning. Sounds like a villain out of Danny Phantom. I 
like it. It's great. I love it. I'm gonna trademark I that. Somebody's here, so I suggest you. I like how she automatically thinks that someone's there. Well, yeah, because he was in the mirror, standing behind her. Beverly. Beverly. Beverly, I've come back for you. Who are you? Don't you remember? I came to you last night while you were asleep. No, that was a dream. I'm calling the Enterprise. Is there too much information? I don't know if I can make through the rest of this. You guys got to got to coach me through it. Uh, you are the I am the wrong person to ask, dude. I, I guess I guess we're committed now. Ghost whispering. Whoa. Um, oh, yeah. Right there. Right there. That, that's the spot. Hey, Jay, I thought we agreed to stop. I said I would try. Try harder. Was born in 1647. I mean, it's not like he's he's making something non-sexual sexual. The whole thing is sexual. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. That's what the whole thing is. It's yeah. This isn't hard. It's screaming. Well, it is hard. Whoa. <laughs> this guy is quick to build relationships. I loved her very much. Oh, I mean, if you had the powers of being a ghost, wouldn't you? I'm not going to answer that. I can possess you in ways you've never been possessed. I'm not going to dignify any more of your comments with a response. Oh, Tato. I'm kidding. And now you're here but on seriously. Light years away? When your family moved out into the galaxy, I moved with them. I don't believe you. I believe you are the most beautiful women I have ever known. Oh, what's... what's happening to me? We're becoming one. Now think about it. I, I want you guys to think about this. This was together. written, table understand. read, filmed, directed, produced, edited, and aired. How did anyone think this was a good idea? I just wanted to see if you were going to Mugborough class this morning. Well, I guess no, it's one of those things where I'm sure somebody... Exhausted along that path was like, okay, we should not be doing this at all. But who's going to speak up if you're involved in a production of Star Trek, especially 90s TNG, you're not saying anything. Maybe everyone on the production staff was a little uh, frustrated. I'm not seeing anybody. Well, they, they were, I think they were gearing towards thinking about movie. I mean, this... Seventh season definitely suffered from senioritis. That you, can't fool me. you didn't get my joke. I'm, yeah, I, I think I might have whooshed on that one. That's okay. 
He's unlike anyone I've ever met before. I know this sounds. Go ahead, try it again. Try to get hit me. Hit me with it. I have never. I think the production staff was feeling a little uh frustrated. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I I got you. I got you. Little little pent up uh, some frustration. Let's just write it out. It's unusual. I'm very happy for you. However, I got to tell you, this really plays but off as like men this. writing women. You and Ronan have both suffered a tremendous. I met a ghost. Very often, but I'm not going to admit it to your face. Experience can create the illusion of closeness. I thought it's funny that she initially said that she wasn't seeing anyone. Well, thank you for your concern. Which is technically the I truth. I know what I'm doing. Besides, I didn't say I was. <laughs> she did not lie. I'm just intrigued. She's only telling a half truth. It's a lie by omittance. A lie? An error. You know, Captain, I moved to this colony because it was a recreation of Scotland. But a critical error has occurred. I exaggerated. Oh, what the hell's with this stage show of smoke? There appears to be a condensed suspension of water vapor. Approximately one There appears to be a Def Leppard's concert on the bridge. Sort of rolled in on us, sir. There has been a I mean, I, yeah, I was going to say Motley Crue, but we'll go with that one, too. Trace the problem to the power transfer beam. There's some sort of feedback coming from one of the colonies. Maybe a metal concert? Another power fluctuation? Captain, the temperature in 10 Fort has dropped. Or like a haunted house. And deck 13 has lost gravity. Yeah. Mr. Day to disengage the power transfer. That's trying really, really hard. I'm unable to terminate the connection, sir. A feedback loop is formed in the transfer beam. I will have Everybody having with the problems. Correct the problem from there. Make it so. Again, I will reiterate that data should be like connected to the ship via wireless and not have to always interact with the consoles. I find it funny that the weather problems of the Enterprise aren't green. But most of the displays are green. Hmm. Good catch. It's all about the green. Excuse me, sir. You were dismantling the primary power conduit. I must ask you to stop. No! What's mean Scottish Boothby doing on the Enterprise messing with weather controls? You don't understand. Is you don't understand. Oh, you got zapped. Go zap. No, they're not on the Enterprise. They, they went down to the planet. Oh, yeah, there's no way that dude would be I know why the displays are green. Why? It's because they're movie era displays. Uh, <laughs> look at the look at the font styles. They're TOS movie. Yes. 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 You are. You're right. What caused the plasma discharge that killed him? I knew Ned Quinty was a hint at the lost era. I don't know why he tries something like that. Well, it's going to take us some time to get the system back online. I'd say we need another day at least. In the meantime, Governor, you should expect the weather problems to continue. I think you better take a look at this. It's a mechanical fault. Someone tampered with it. The machines are broken. David, it's not a ghost. You said there was a plasma discharge from the console when Quint was killed. That's correct. Well, that wasn't what killed Well, him. look at that carpet. He's walking around in shoes on carpet. Didn't touch a metallic surface before screwing around with circuits. It wasn't the result of a plasma discharge. Anything? I cannot identify the energy residual. However, it appears to have the same anaphasic signature as the power fluctuations we observed from the weather control system. It's possible that whatever caused the weather malfunctions also killed Quint. It is possible. I feel like we these people the are a little too scientific. That match this Not even a mention of the supernatural. 
Right. Yeah. Well, everything can be explained by science, you know. To run further tests. Of course, doctor. Even the ghost in the end. Ask Dr. Salar to run a biospectral analysis. Yes, doctor. You're not going to run the test yourself? No, I have some things I need to attend to. Which means sitting in my house. Ronan, I've got to talk to you. Ronan. Also, now you've been telling me to stop it. Now here you go. Hey, look, I'm just stating the facts. I'm not trying to make people uncomfortable. But I must talk to you. Oh, how the turntables. No, no, I'm telling you. When, when we promote this recording as uh, uh, audio erotica, our listenership's going to go through the roof. I've got to know Quint's dead. You and your marketing skills, Big J. I'm telling you, this, yeah, this is prime for uh, single mothers in their mid to late 40s. Oh, shit. Ah! I want you to light the candle. That is the guy who played Shikara on DS9. Yes, yes, that was bothering me this whole episode. I knew, I knew him. I knew that face. I just could not place it. That's why the women in your family have always kept the candle lit candles on the ship. I'll go get it. No. I must go with you. How? The power transfer beam. I can travel along it. And when the candle's lit, then what happens? Then we'll be together. Always. I wish I could tie a neck tie thing, whatever that is, like that. The most now, uncomfortable kiss ever. <laughs> ever. But now he said his name is Ronan. Like, isn't Ronan a, a Irish-based name? It's a. Uh, isn't isn't his name spelled R O N I N? That's correct. Yes. R O N A N. So that R O N A N is is an Irish name. Not sure, Ronan is, except for you know the. Japanese Ronan. Right. Okay. Okay. So the it, it's Irish if it's R N A N. Okay. Before every first date. Oh, the anxiousness. Yes. Or, or when you sitting on the bed in the fetal position. Or when you want to confess to your spouse that you like Star Trek. <laughs> I feel like it shouldn't be that hard. Well, I mean, it's not easy either. We're going to be one. I'm going to become part of you, Beverly. Would you like that? Oh, yes, more than anything. As it was with your grandmother and your great-grandmother. When you want to tell your friend you're on Reddit. <laughs> this is not a problem. All my friends are on Reddit before me. Ah, oh, you damn fool. As you've never felt it. This episode should have been rated PG-13. I agree. What was it rated, out of curiosity? Well, I mean, there was not really like a rating system, I think, that we're necessarily familiar with, I'd want to say. 
is the equivalent of PG, you know, just any normal Hello. episode. What the hell is this? I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. I'm leaving Starfleet. You're not leaving Starfleet? Not with that candle. Hi, sir. Beverly, you can't just resign. I can, and I have. I've decided to stay on Caldos and become a healer like my grandmother. It's a proud Howard tradition, and I've decided to uphold it, energize. And I have to leave. The sex is too good. I've resigned my commission as <sighs> kidnapping me. Why do I even try? Don't give up on me yet. By the book, Captain gets beaten by the book. Very intense and intimate. Oh, how the tables have turned again. I warned her that it was all now. Where's Livingston? Where's the fish? So I let her alone in the captain. Yeah, in the captain's ready room, right there. No, I didn't see him. I didn't see Livingston. Could be exerting some sort of. Yeah, he was in the lower left corner, wiggling around a bit. Oh, I thought I saw him right at the last second. Okay, I thought he had the day off. Nope, you're not getting out of the ghost episode, Mister Fishy Livingston. This is a rash decision. Plot twist, Ronan possesses Livingston. It's not like Beverly at all. Oh, God, no, don't do it. But she does have the right to make that choice. Even if we don't feel it. Plot twist, he remains as a ghost fish for the rest of the episode. Come. Captain. That's one hell of a twist. Jordy and I have detected an energy residual with the same anaphasic... It's always energy residuals, I swear. Body. Where? And it's coming from the cemetery. Ooh. Data, I want you to go down to the cemetery. See if you can pinpoint the We need like Sam and Dean Winchester to set these people straight. In the meantime, I would Nobody's like gonna to get that reference, but I'm going off topic anyway. No, I get it. Okay, good. Alright, well you guys are much younger than me, so someone enlighten me. Supernatural, Supernatural. TV show. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I got you. But I can't get an exact location. I'll try narrowing the scan field. So you guys got to understand, I was watching this when it was like first broadcast, and I think you guys weren't even born yet. That, that would be correct. correct. <laughs> That'd be correct in one case. <laughs> I believe they are concentrated within this burial site. I did not exist yet. I was five years old when this came out. Jesus. I wasn't even a concept yet. I was in frickin' high school. Kids, I'm hanging around with a bunch of kids. I'm so glad you're here. Again, this was your idea. I'm hanging around with an old. And it will only get better. A singular old. Oh, She's mad into that green mist. Now I remember why I didn't want to watch this episode again. Couldn't put my finger on it until this scene flashed before my eyes again. Dear God. That's the type of scene where when you're a kid watching it, as soon as it happens, your parents walk in. <laughs> it's so There's true. nothing worse when the parents walk in at the good part. It's so true. Yeah, like I swear it wasn't all like this. 
All right, so I got to tell you a funny story real fast. So when I was a kid, I was watching uh, Glow on TV, uh, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And of course, that was probably not something I should have been watching on TV. So I thought that I was in the, the, the room, you know, watching TV and uh, my mom didn't know. Well, suddenly the TV turned off and I knew she had the remote and from another room just like turned it off. So I quickly ran out of the room. Cold hard busted. This isn't what it looks like. I, I, I just grew tired of the other color. It's not what you think. Don't you think it's right? <laughs> I can explain. <laughs> They're just wrestling. The way they were before. I think I preferred you the way you were before, Beverly. Well, this is the way I am now. Wait, a minute, she got contacts or what? No, no, she's possessed though. Life. Right now, isn't she? I've made my decision and I'm not going to change my mind. So please leave me alone. Almost. I, I think Unhand me, woman. Now, Beverly, this is more than just an obsessive love affair that has got out of hand. Tell me, why is it that no one has seen this Ronin except you? It's a ghost. Here I am. I'm a better man than you, Picard. That's nice looking hair. That hair should just be criminal. So, you're Ronin. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's a mullet. Earth, Scotland. That's not a mullet. have you been on It's two steps away from a mullet. That Beverly and I plan to be together for the rest of our lives. Data to Picard. Go ahead, Data. Captain, we have located the source of the energy residual. It appears to be concentrated within Felisa Howard's coffin. Captain, we'd like permission to exhume the body. You can't do that. <laughs> what the hell? Dead bodies? Why not? <clears throat> the, dirt, the dirt's still fresh. I'm not afraid of anything, but I cannot allow you to desecrate her grave. Data, ask Governor Maturin's permission to exhume the body. Picard out. I won't stand for this. I'll go to the governor myself. Go on. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't know who you are. See, something I never You're picked up is that I think, like, that I he do. has to take time to transfer from merging with one body to another. And the creepy part is that he's still question. partially merged with I'd like to take a look at the Felisa. List. Where have you been living here? What's your position? Like, that's real creepy. You think, you think so? I think that's how it works. Come on, Beverly, we've got to get out of here. Because I feel like if it uh, didn't work that way... I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, <laughs> this time it was green. Beverly, we must stop the others. They can't Because correct me if I'm wrong, but when we can't just leave him, he might die. old mean Scottish Boothby got zapped, it wasn't green. It wasn't green. It, it was, was green. It was green? I thought it was blue. We're Dang, I'm pretty blue. sure it was green. Yeah, you might be right. No. I can't go back now. No. No, no. There is no going back. But yeah, uh, back on the earlier subject, I feel like that if it didn't work that way, he like he has to take time to transition between hosts. That like, I feel like if the, it didn't work that way, then he wouldn't have a problem with the body getting exhumed. Because there'd be nothing to find. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see this. I'm all right. Beverly, go after him. Go to the cemetery. I must take my trusty candle. The Forge Enterprise. We're ready down here. Aye, sir. Oh, yeah, I forgot they were going to be out there with shovels. Transporters are real handy. 
Now explain to me this, how is there not a hint of dirt or dust on that evening transporter? Is it really that precise? Apparently. Oh no, it's a zombie! She's gonna sit up right now. And zap people! So oh boy, I told you! Gotta bring my trusty candle. None as a Sith Lord. It's all right. Have trust in me. You're not mad. Master Yoda, you've survived. Witness the true power of the dark side. We're getting off topic. Oh, this became a shit show as soon as we clicked play. I mean, fair enough, man. We're watching Sub Rosa for God's sakes. Your standards are too high right now. Behind them. Bring it down. There's a McFly, Vader look at that. Look Vader uh, behind him on the left, McFly behind him on the right. That's awesome. There you go. That was enough topic. No, you're not. I hate There's you. No such thing as a ghost. <laughs> you are so good. Sort of good. Let the hate flow through you. You can't even go to do a good Palpatine voice, man. Well, I'm trying again. Good. I also scanned the candle. The flame is plasma based. Was that Gollum? No. It sounded like Gollum. It was my attempt at a Palpatine. Now, now she, okay, so she trying to get this thing back on track. She's figured out the whole candle thing. I loved all of them. I'm a ladies man, damn it. Give me the candle, Beverly. Unlimited. Power! <laughs> there you go. You got it. There we go. I had to. I had to work up to it. Put it down. But I will kill him. He got that candle at Victoria's Secret on sale. Give him the candle. Set it down and walk away. It'd be funny if the fumes from that candle were an aphrodisiac. Ah, we're just peeling the layers off this onion. We got to get to the bottom of this. Russian Riker, we'll close off all the plasma conduits in the weather control systems. I'll explain later. Understood. You've nowhere left to go. I'm in a nightgown holding a phaser. One yes. move and you're dead. <laughs> it's so true. This guy moved too fast and got too attached. He can't handle it. Yep, that's right. He, he was a nice guy. And she's actually pretty broken up about it. I mean, they knew each other for what? A day? Right? from their exposure to the anaphasic energy. But I'm afraid Dr. Crusher's recovery will be of a more personal nature. Somehow, he realized that one of my ancestors had a biochemistry that was compatible with his energy. Okay, here comes the, the Trechnobabble. Okay, no, like, I know that, um, I think it was like an established fact that, um, Troy was supposed to be wearing her Starfleet uniform all the time, so why is she in her normal catsuit now? They're off-duty. Well, Crusher isn't. Well, I mean... 
Not everyone can relax like There's Troy can. Me that's a little sad. How so? Is that another joke? I reread the entries. No. Why are you so suspicious of me now? Whatever the past 40 minutes. Done, he made her very happy. Has it been 40 minutes already? Something like that. That's like 45 to 50 minutes is the average length of a Star Trek episode. Ah, see, we got through that. Uh, you know, Wasn't this shit show brought to you by Rick Berman. Okay, so yeah, yeah, we, we got through that. Uh, that was Sub Rosa. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's just because this is the first time that I've seen it since literally 1994, but it almost seems like it doesn't play as, as horribly as everyone wants you to to remember or to think. I mean, I, I could be wrong about that. It was slightly more tolerable than I expected. Yeah, and it, it might be it might be the age difference because this was uh, okay. See, ninety four was it twenty five years ago? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, for, for me, sure, it was still kind of a stinker. I mean, I'm not saying that I want to watch that again ever. So there we go. That was Sub Rosa. So. What do you guys think? Murph, why don't we start with you? Um, again, I have to agree. It's, it, it's not really that bad. I mean, there have been much, much worse uh, episodes in, in TNG, like uh, Code of Honor, uh, Shades of Grey, that kind of thing. Um, and I think this is this is much better than them. But again, it, it it's not something that I'll watch again either. Tato, how about you? It's over. <laughs> That's I the key takeaway. Watch it again. We survived. We survived Sub Rosa. <laughs> we are Beyond Trek Podcast. Lower your inhibitions and surrender your years. We will add inspirational and hilarious Trek content to your day. Your attention will adapt to subscribe to us. Resistance is futile. <laughs>